Hey everybody, welcome to Tales from the Cryptocurrency, where I attempt to demystify cryptocurrency and take the horror out of Bitcoin and other altcoins. It's been a while since we've talked, uh, but I wanted to get back and I, I kind of wanted to take a moment and just pause uh, so that I could do a little more in-depth study on cryptocurrency before I started the second season. So during the first season, I uh, took $100 and I deposited it into Robinhood. And uh, you guys followed along as I turned $100 into $1,000. Uh, then for season two, I was going to uh, turn the $1,000 into $10,000 using the same strategies. Uh, so before I actually got started with that, I wanted to do some, some research uh, and I wanted to learn as well uh, a little more in-depth stuff about cryptocurrency, uh, you know, as I moved along. So I guess during season one, what I really learned was that uh, I learned some terminology about cryptocurrency. Uh, I, I learned prices and pricing structure. Uh, I made plenty of trades on Robinhood. Uh, I got caught up in the Robinhood fiasco during the GameStop thing and uh, lost out on a big Dogecoin trade uh, while I was watching it, uh, you know, move and, and that kind of thing. Um, but uh, for season two, I wanted to get a little more in-depth and a little more uh, professional or, 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 or good information uh, to the listeners. Uh, I've been able to, over the last you know month or so since we haven't talked, uh, I've done some significant things, uh, you know, with cryptocurrency. I've set up my own Bitcoin node at the house, uh, and I'm interacting with the Bitcoin blockchain. Uh, I'm also uh, in the process of doing the same thing with Ethereum. Uh, I've uh, gotten a paper wallet and uh, have Bitcoin in cold storage uh, and that kind of thing. And I guess one of the main things that I learned during season one was that uh, if you don't have the keys to your cryptocurrency, then you really don't own it, uh, which presented a problem when GameStop, uh, you know, did like its own thing and uh, and it started to move and all of a sudden Robinhood uh, seized, you know, the fact that it seized the platform and we weren't able to execute trades. And I was like, you know what, this this is something that we have to get a workaround to. And the process of getting the workaround to this is is... You know, being on top of it and knowing where you're keeping your cryptocurrency. But more importantly than that, it's important to have your own cryptocurrency keys. So we're going to talk in season two. Uh, we're going to set up cold storage wallets and I'm going to tell you how to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, having a node at your house and running, you know, your own Bitcoin node so that you can become your own decentralized bank and that kind of thing, uh, and etc. We're also going to talk, uh, which is what I wanted to talk about today for the very first podcast, uh, since we've been back and, and I'll still cover prices and that kind of thing, uh, throughout the, the podcast, uh, towards the end here. But, uh, in the meantime, uh, today I wanted to talk a little bit about technical analysis, uh, for beginners and, and what we can do to kind of stay on the trends and know 
what's happening. Uh, sometimes with Robinhood, you know, we're day trading and, and we're, we're trading on the swings of our cryptocurrency, uh, you know, doing the, the all infamous buying the dip and, you know, selling at, at, at the peaks. And, and sometimes we get caught up in that and the market starts moving sideways and we don't know whether it's going to go back up or, or it's going to go back down. And, you know, you start to get uneasy. This is where technical analysis uh, really comes in and can be a handy tool. And uh, as crypto traders, you know, we have several tools to to assess the cryptocurrency market, I guess, uh, along the way. And, and, and one of them is an approach known as technical analysis, which is what we're going to talk about here. Using technical analysis, by the way, uh, traders can get a better understanding of uh, the market sentiment and isolate significant trends in the market. So uh, the data you collect can be used uh, to, to make more educated predictions, I guess, right? And, and wiser trades as you go along. So uh, tech analysis, by the way, considers uh, the history of a coin with price charts and trading volumes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so no matter what the coin or project does, as opposed to the technical analysis, fundamental fundamental analysis is is more focused on establishing uh, if a coin is over or undervalued. So so we got those two different kinds of analysis there, right? There's technical analysis uh, and there's fundamental analysis. So to get a better idea of like what technical analysis is. Uh, it, it's crucial to understand the, fundam the fundamental ideas of how the, the Dow theory that tech analysis is based on. So uh, the market considers, first of all, uh, that everything in its pricing. So all existing and, and prior and upcoming details have already been integrated into the current asset prices. Uh, with regards to Bitcoin and crypto, uh, this would be comprised of like multiple variables like current, past, and future demand and any regulations that impact the crypto market. Uh, the existing price is a response to, to all those current details, uh, which actually include like the expectations and knowledge of each coin traded in the market. Uh, technicians uh, can basically interpret what the price is suggesting uh, about market sentiment to make calculated wise predictions uh, of future pricing. So, so uh, prices, uh, you know, and price movement, by the way, in cryptocurrency isn't as random as, as it seems. Uh, rather, it, it most likely or, or usually follows like, like a trend. And that trend might be like a long-term trend or it might be a short-term trend. Uh, but after a trend is formed by a coin, it's probably going to follow that trend uh, to oppose it. You know, So technicians try to isolate and profit from the trends while using technical analysis, which is what we're doing here. So uh, what's more important uh, than the why when it comes to technical analysis? Uh, technicians are more focused on, on the price of a coin than each variable that produces a movement in its price. Although multiple aspects, uh, you know, could be, could be influencing the price of a coin at a certain time or whatever, uh, you know, it, it could influence it in a specific direction. Uh, you, you most, uh, most of the time when you're doing technical analysis, what you're really doing is, is reviewing uh, the overall supply and demand. That's that's like what what uh, a good 
roundabout way to, to talk about it is. So history trends, uh, history uh, tends to repeat its trends. Uh, so if it's possible to predict market psychology, uh, sometimes, you know, traders will react the same way uh, when presented, you know, the same stimuli. So they, if they start to see the same things on, on a chart, uh, then they'll start to react the same way that they have in the past. And if you know this and you've studied this, then you can capitalize on it, which is where these all famous uh, trend lines come to play. So trend lines uh, uh, or the typical direction that a coin is moving towards can be the most beneficial indicator of, uh, of crypto for, for traders. You know, that being said, isolating the, these trend lines can be easier said than done. Uh, crypto assets might be substantially volatile and watching a Bitcoin or crypto price movement chart uh, will probably reveal a selection of highs and lows uh, that form a linear pattern. Uh, with that in mind, you know, you try to understand uh, that you can overlook the volatility and, and find an upward trend upon seeing a series of higher highs and vice versa. Uh, or you can identify a downtrend when you see a, a series of lower lows, you know. So additionally, uh, there's trends that, that move sideways. And in these cases, uh, a coin doesn't move significantly in either direction. Uh, traders should be mindful uh, that trends come in many forms, including intermediate, long and short term trend lines, whether it's going up, down or sideways. Uh, you know, it can go uh, in that direction for quite a way. So an important tip uh, is that you must be accurate when drawing trend lines. So how do you do it uh, perfectly? Uh, as you hover uh, each candle, you get like a list of like, you know, your candles. Uh, on there and uh, as you look at you know your candles and, and you hover over them you'll notice that the lowest price of it is marked as an L uh, in the top bar and the highest price is marked by an H uh, if its line direction is down now now what you can do is uh, you can place your line there right so you place a line there and then next extend the line roughly uh, as it touches the next candle in the trend line to do the same uh, you know you can kind of like use a protractor or or you use a ruler or the edge of a piece of paper or anything like that but you want to take it from your lowest lows you know you want to draw a line there um, from the lowest low to the highest low and then you want to go from like the highest high down to the highest low and between there you'll get a channel and uh, you'll actually see a range between those two straight lines that you draw. And if you Google like, you know, trend line charts and, you know, and like that kind of stuff, there's plenty of like, you know, videos and all kinds of things that'll show you exactly, you know, how to do it and that kind of thing. So you want to learn to draw trend lines for sure. Uh, that's, that's one of the most important things when looking at charts and trying to do technical analysis. The other thing to know is uh, what are the resistance and support levels? Now, you'll hear me talk about resistance and support levels a lot during the podcast. You heard a lot of it during season one. Uh, and uh, just as there are trend lines, uh, there's also horizontal lines that express levels of support and resistance. So trend lines tend to go up or they tend to go down. And then support lines 
uh, and resistance lines will go horizontally uh, across a chart. And by identifying the values of these levels, uh, you can draw conclusions about what the current supply and demand of the coin are. Uh, at the support level, uh, there seems to be considerable amount of traders who are willing to buy the coin uh, at that low level. So it's, it's a process where, where when the coin dips to a certain line, uh, people start buying it like crazy and it forms, you know, the support level. Uh, uh, a large demand, I guess, is a good way to say that. And then, uh, you know, traders that, that, that are believing that the currency is priced low at that level, uh, you know, will seek to buy it at that price. So once a coin reaches close to that level of support, uh, a floor of buyers is created. And that large demand usually stops the decline and sometimes even changes the momentum to an upward trend uh, where uh, the coin will start to head towards that upper horizontal line on your chart, uh, which is a level of resistance, which is exactly the opposite. It's an area where many sellers are waiting patiently with their orders, forming a large supply zone. And every time that the coin approaches that ceiling, uh, it encounters supply stacks and goes down uh, because people sell. So it's like at the point where people want to take their profits uh, is that support. So is that that resistance, uh, you know, line there. So so there's often a situation in which trade offs uh, can be between support and resistance levels uh, gathering close to the support lines and selling around the resistance level. So uh, the opportunity usually takes place uh, when there's lateral movement, you know, being identified by, by traders. So what happens uh, during a breakout of resistance or support level? Well, there's a high probability that this is an indicator uh, which is strengthening the existing trend. So uh, further reinforcement of the trend is obtained when the resistance level becomes support level and being tested from above uh, shortly after breakout. So, so uh, a quick sidebar here, by the way, is that false breakouts occur uh, from time to time and those, those uh, occur when, when an actual breakout happens, uh, but the trend doesn't change. Uh, so uh, we have to use some more indicators at that point, such as trading volume to identify, you know, even more of the trend. So sometimes you have like these uh, resistance lines and sometimes you have these support lines and then all of a sudden the trade dips below or goes above those lines. That's that's called the breakout. Uh, and then that's when you want to pay really close attention to what's happening. Uh, because it can, you know, start to take off significantly and that's when you want to be in your trade. Uh, sometimes it'll just, you know, go above or below the line slightly and then take off in the other direction. So uh, a good indicator to use during those times, by the way, is moving averages. So moving averages is, is another technical analysis tool uh, for cryptocurrencies and, and technical analysis in general. Uh, so in order to, to simplify trend recognition, uh, it's called the moving averages chart. And, and a moving average is based on the average price of a coin over a certain period of time. So for example, uh, a moving average of a given day 
will be calculated according to the price of the coin uh, for the next 20 trading days prior to that day. So, uh, and then uh, connecting all those moving averages will start to form a line. And this is like another line that, that you can follow. And if it's moving up, you know that the trend is, is up. And if it's moving down, well, then you know you have a bearish trend. Uh, and you can, you can, again, you know, get uh, some Google videos, uh, Google some YouTube videos and et cetera of, uh, you know, moving, a moving averages and how to identify moving averages. And there's billions of things. Uh, importantly is, is learn to, to identify moving averages for the cryptocurrency market. Uh, you know, because there is some differences uh, as well from, you know, from the stock charts. So uh, it's also important to recognize, by the way, that exponential moving averages or EMAs, as they're known, uh, are a moving average that gives more weight in its calculation to the price values from the last few days than the previous days. Uh, an example is like a calculation coefficient of like the last five trading days of an EMA. So 15 days uh, will be twice that of the previous 10 days. Uh, so you can find like graphs and stuff online that'll kind of show this stuff to you. So uh, the, the, the final uh, indicator here that we want to talk about uh, a little bit is the most important, I think one of the most important of all uh, you know, the technical analysis things that you can do and that's the trading volume. So, uh, you know, trading volume plays like a super important role uh, in identifying the trends. So uh, significant trends are accompanied by, by high trading volume, while weak trends, you know, are accompanied by a low trading volume. So when a coin goes down, it's advisable to check the volume which, uh, which accompanied the decline. Uh, and a long-term trend of healthy growth is accompanied by a high volume of increases and a low volume of declines. So it's, it's important to see that volume uh, and see whether volume is rising over time. Uh, if the volume is decreasing during to increases, then an upward trend is likely to come uh, to an end. Uh, so and vice versa, you know, during a downtrend. So you want to know like what's going on and, you know, uh, how much of the volume is actually going. So if everything's moving up and all of a sudden there's no trades happening, that most likely means that it's going to start going the other direction. And uh, if the price is, you know, uh, slightly declining and, and there's a lot of steam building and like the volume is building, then most likely it's going to start going, you know, the other direction, start uh, going to the moon, as they say, right? So uh, using uh, technical analysis, by the way, uh, you can identify like all these different trends and you can identify market sentiment, you know, like what, what traders are feeling. Um, and you, you'll have the ability to make, you know, wiser investment decisions. Uh, but there's still like, you know, a bunch of key points to consider as well, too. You know, uh, technical analysis is, is basically a, a practical method that weighs past prices of certain coins and trading volume, uh, you know, when considering, you know, entering a trade. Uh, but it's, it's, it's not recommended that you only rely on technical analysis, especially, uh, by the way, in, in cryptocurrencies, uh, which, which is a field that often generates news. You get, you know, Elon Musk talking about stuff. 
Uh, you get banks, you know, issuing out press releases. Uh, you get all these different things. You get, you know, uh, news on, on, on regulations, ETF certificates, mining hashes, all of these things, uh, you know, they, 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 they drive the price of cryptocurrency one way or another. So, uh, technical analysis only ignores all that stuff and, and can't predict all those factors. So, so my recommendation is to mix together your technical analysis uh, with fundamental analysis in order to, to make wise investment decisions. So, so uh, you know, try to, to, to get as much information before you uh, get into, you know, putting all your eggs in one basket about this or that or whatever. Try to get as much information as you can uh, from all, you know, different sources. I even like to go on Facebook forums and stuff like that and just ask people what's going on and see like what they're feeling, you know. Uh, people are happy to, you know, voice their opinion, as you know, and uh, sometimes it can be valuable. So uh, it's, uh, all of these things will help you, you know, figure out when's a good time to get in, is there really a dip to buy now or is the market going to go down further? Uh, you know, should I hodl? All of these are questions that you want to use, you know, your combinations of technical analysis, fundamental analysis, and then your, 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 you know, due diligence, right? Your DD, your due diligence, ask your Facebook groups, that's talking to your friends, seeing what's going on, reading, you know, articles on your coins and all that kind of stuff will, will help you as well. So today's prices, uh, Bitcoin is at $55,117, down five, uh, almost 6% uh, for the day, but it just reached its, uh, its record high of uh, 61 and change uh, just yesterday. So uh, as we're moving along here, you know, we'll probably see it moving, you know, back in the, in the upwards direction at some point, uh, testing that $60,000 support line, uh, I'm sorry, line of resistance, which is what's existing right now. Lines of support, by the way, right now look like they're set at 52. So 52,000 at the low and we've got, you know, 60,000 at the, at the high. And uh, we're constantly waiting right now. We had a false breakout as it broke up to 61. Um, and now has dipped significantly. So many factors are driving the dip right now, by the way. So keep your eyes on the news. We'll see what happens. Who knows? We might be at the, at the beginning of a Bitcoin slide uh, for a couple of months. Uh, that's possible. But uh, on the other hand, Ethereum is trading at 1786, uh, down only 1.13%. Uh, so not too much, uh, you know, and uh, Ethereum seems like it's been holding, you know, at that line of resistance at 1800. It hasn't quite hit the 2000 mark yet. So it's like, you know, headed that way. Uh, but every time uh, it starts to head that way, it gets rejected severely. Gas prices, by the way, on Ethereum are through the roof right now, completely crazy. So it's something to keep an eye on as uh, Polkadot starts to, 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 you know, gain some ground as well. Polkadot, by the way, today is down almost 8%, so that's not a good indicator of it at all, but uh, who cares? Uh, Litecoin uh, is up at $201, 
who the heck would have thought this a few months ago when we were, you know, in $47 Litecoin trades uh, up to 201. Uh, today it's down uh, almost 5%, but uh, healthy gains over the last few months for Litecoin as well. Uh, I don't think it will continue too much as people start to see, you know, that Litecoin really has like no functional value other than like a store of value, which is all it is. And we've got the dog running. Dogecoin's at uh, five, over five and a half cents right now. Uh, you know, and interesting on the Dogecoin front is Mark Cuban just placed a statement or made a statement not so long ago saying that uh, they were going to sell Mavericks uh, souvenirs uh, in Dogecoin. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Can Dogecoin reach a dollar? I don't know. I wouldn't stake a bunch of money on it, but I put all my little extra, you know, whenever I'm like trading money and I've got like cents left over or something like that, I just transfer it over to Dogecoin. And that starts to build the little Dogecoin uh, portfolio. And well, if it goes up to a dollar, well, then uh, I'll be a happy camper someday. In the meantime, for right now, I just watch it go up and down, uh, which is what I've been doing so far this season. Uh, especially, I wanted to get out. It almost, when it went up to eight and a half cents, I tried and tried to get out, and Robin Hood wouldn't let me get out. So, can't do anything about that. All right, guys. Well, I'm uh, enough of a, of an ear beaten for the, for today. Uh, it's nice to be back with you guys talking about uh, cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. Uh, remember, don't listen to me. Uh, I uh, don't know what I'm doing, uh, as you know, by listening to the podcast. So I'm trying to get to my point now where I can get that thousand dollars uh, up to ten thousand dollars. Right now, I'm hovering around the two thousand mark, which I've been there. I've been stuck for a while. But in all honesty, I have been taking money out of the cryptocurrency market and I've been living off of it uh, during this uh, this Corona time here. Uh, so I've been able to take, uh, you know, some of my profits out and, and use it for normal stuff like buying groceries and gas and all that kind of stuff. And I've done that uh, by using combinations of my Chime account with Robinhood and Coinbase and transferring stuff to my cold wallets and etc. And we're going to talk about all that stuff during this season uh, of the podcast on Tales of the Cryptocurrency. So make sure that uh, you're on the uh, the podcast. Make sure that uh, you're also on the Facebook group at Tales from the Cryptocurrency. If you have uh, any questions or just want to drop a line, make sure that you do at CryptoKeeper2U. That's CryptoKeeper, the number two, the letter U, at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to answer any questions you have there uh, as well. Uh, Also, I want to give a shout out to um, my good friend, uh, Ryan Collingwood, uh, who has the app... Uh, alt coin alerts so make sure that you look that up uh, on the google play store alt coin alerts uh, and uh, i will be posting a link to that as well uh, it tells you when all the new coins are going to be listed on exchanges uh, and that uh, can translate into dollars so uh, make sure that uh, that you find uh, find it and download it and put it on your phone and pay attention to it and uh, I'm sure it'll help you make some money in this space as well. All right, guys, uh, until the next time that we talk, remember to buy the freaking dip. <laughs>